Now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, Well, a very good Wednesday morning. What is this? July 14th, 2021. We're back again with the Coffee Club. Just a quick reminder, the whole crew's here, exception of one or two people, but uh, we're here. We will and have made an executive decision. So some of us are going to be doing some work and whatever next week with some ACB stuff and other stuff. So we decided we're going to take a week off to recharge our batteries and get up. I don't think I've been off even just the the week I was in the hospital. So um, we just don't take off much time, but we decided that's what we're going to do. Um, Before I throw this around to the panel, I'll talk about replacing another hot water heater this week. I'm telling you, that's just what happens. Um, Do that. A few other issues. We'll talk about those various things throughout the show. Jenny is gone today. She's off vacationing with her mother. So 
um, she'll be back soon enough, I think, um, when they come back. So, speaking of taking off, Tim, uh, let's make you front and center today. You're going to be doing something different here, aren't you? Yep, I will be here. Well, today is my last show for a while. I don't know how long, but um, at least... Uh, for sure, tomorrow and Friday I'm taking off, mm-hmm. and it may be quite a bit more, depending on how easily I can type and stuff with a. Well, here's wishing you the best. <laughs> I can't even type when everything's 100%. So, well, you know. And I'm not real good at typing one-handed. I've done it, but it's not real easy. Well, my best advice is take it easy, do the best you can, and your show's always going to be there, even though if it stretches on, I will be switching a few of my shows to your time, especially on Mondays and Tuesdays, to so we won't have gaps in the schedule. So, you know, you I may... have to get Jeff to do the, uh, the countdown then. You know, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> That sounds like a plan. Jeff, I don't hear anything out of you. <laughs> I don't either. We've got, oh. him, oh, got him exceptionally quiet. There we go. Yeah. I, but I had to mute myself for a second. Oh, Jeff, uh, we don't hear anything out of you. Yeah. We um, Tim said that you need to take over his Thursday night countdown. Yeah. I don't know about that. That's what I thought you'd say. But it's... it's you know, eventually I will do a show eventually on the legend if I if I get up enough nerve. You know, I haven't thought about that, but we'll see. We'll see. It, 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 things can. Uh, can what was it? How it turns? How it go? Uh, Jones saying is things can happen somehow. We'll see. Things can happen. So anyway, Tim, we want to wish you the very best tomorrow and get in there. What was that? What was that? I don't know what that was. I have no idea. What that For noise? Sound like the low battery alarm on my headset but you guys wouldn't hear that so it wasn't that i don't think it might have been my pacemaker no i'm just kidding <laughs> glad you don't have to wear a pacemaker um we tell jeff he's doing a show and it sets his pacemaker right, That's right. it really <laughs> just gets him going but jeff will be doing that so but tim we're be and you'll let us know and and that good kind of stuff so tim yep. It does his shows rain or shine and you know things always come up when you're doing shows and you know we've i've always told people on the legend family first or your health first i just didn't like taking off so tim will yeah. probably figure out a way to get back i was going to broadcast uh, my surgery tomorrow but it looks like it's going to be done before my show so I, I, and I was going to do my heart surgery, um, broadcast it live for the podcast, but on the coffee club maybe, but it was done on a Friday. So You can always bring a, an MP3 recorder into the operating room, Tim, and see if they'll let you record the surgery as it's going on. Going on. But that, they probably won't let you do that. Uh, they already told me not to bring any valuable items. <laughs> yeah, I found that out when I was in the hospital in Naples. They, yeah. somewhere or another, my shoes ended up missing and my cane. So I had no shoes to go home with and no cane. Jeez. So, two major components Very here. important, yes. Uh, I, uh, yeah, because I was going to bring my phone. I figured I'd call Laura when I was done, but <laughs> they they said that, no, I shouldn't. 
So. Yeah, I. Um, it seems like, how did I do my phone? I can't remember how I did that. But because when I, I was like Chris, when I first, when I woke up, I was ready to get that phone going and talking to people. So, yeah, you know, I know when I had my MRI, I, I brought my phone and they just kept it in a little locker right by the machine well, there. Whatever they did, they lost my cane and my shoes. Uh-oh. So I went around barefooted the whole time at the hospital. But, man, that's the way it worked. I don't even remember having slippers, to tell you the truth. Or oh, they give you those silly socks with the little oh, rubbery yeah. bottoms. Yeah. So, no thank you. Um, Chris and Dave, how are you doing this morning? We're good. Um, not much going on here. We had some bad, bad storms Sunday night, but other mm. than that, we're fine. We're misbehaving as always. This is good. We're getting those today. <laughs> yeah, we may get a few more today, too. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to get today, but maybe this will, who knows. But so, otherwise, everything else is okay? We're doing well. Good. Just stay that way. All right, Jeff, let's go to you. Doing very well, thank you. By the way, today is National Ice Cream Day. From, from what I understand, there's an ice cream place that's in New York City and uh, that is making available a new flavor of ice cream in honor of this. Um, and, it's, and, it's, I, and I don't know who would ever want this. Chris, I know you definitely won't be eating it, but it's uh, in honor of Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, and it's Macaroni and Cheese flavored ice cream. It's also Macaroni and Cheese Day, too. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's maybe part of the deal, but it, it doesn't uh, sound good to me. Somehow I can't picture having macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream, but. Well, you maybe know, they, you could have some hot dogs and maybe some macaroni and cheese, and then you could have some ice cream for dessert. <laughs> maybe, but I don't. I've had some strange ice cream, like bubble, bubble, bubble gum flavored ice cream, and I've had uh, different flavors, but macaroni and cheese, I. Well, I, I'll try anything once. That's all I can say. By the way, if you want to buy a pint of it down in New York City, it's $12 a pint. That's a pretty expensive pint of ice cream. Well, sometimes it's 5 or $6 here, so it can, it can be very, very expensive. Let's like see. medicine in the hospital. Oh, my God. They charge you for everything. You look at the, when you look at your hospital bill, Tim, it's going to be like an encyclopedia when, it, when you get it in the mail. Well, like it's the thing that, that made me the maddest. I don't remember which time it was. I was in for one of my hospital procedures, and um, for some reason, one time they charged me $39 for one Tylenol. The other time they charged me 13 I think both prices are ridiculous, but just for one Tylenol. I don't know what they charged me for that stuff. You, They give you Tylenol. They didn't let you take the other kind of aspirin. What is it? Um, it's not Advil. What is it? Um, that other, there's another kind besides Tylenol. Um, comes in like a caplet form. Or no, not Motrin. Because I, I don't know. There's, well, there's acetaminophen. Yeah, that wasn't it. There was that just aspirin, right? No, acetaminophen is generic Tylenol. It's, oh, Oh, but this is not related to Tylenol. It's Aleve, that's it. Yeah, and which they, they told me I can't take for some reason, not something to do with some of my other medications. Yeah, that's what they told me. 
But hey, speaking of medication, and I and Al, we recognize your hand. We'll get to you in just a moment. Um, do you realize how challenging it can be to transfer? It used to be easy just to transfer from one drugstore to another or say, for example, you're in Florida and you come back here for some months. It's very hard to transfer um, even not even what do they call those medicines that are, um, you know, like they're hard to to get transferred or they can't mail those, but it's very difficult or hard to get medicines transferred. Yeah. You'd think. I've been having, I've been having trouble with, uh, I get these calls from my insurance carrier and they're actually, well, they say they're from express scripts, but saying, reminding me to order my medicines. And the problem is, they keep reminding me to order medicines that I'm not on anymore. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Um, no, they don't. So have we went through the panel yet? I think. Have I missed anybody? No, we have three hands raised, but if haven't all missed right, anybody. Let's, all... go, let's go grab them, Jeff. Okay, well, let me grab them. I'm not going to grab you too hard, Al. You're, you're next, and then after Al will be Gail, and then after Gail will be Pam. Can you unmute yourself, Al, please? Okay, well, I'm glad you're not grabbing me too hard. Because <laughs> I could, I'm just kidding. I could grab you back. You know? <laughs> it was tougher. But anyway, uh, good morning, everyone. Hope everybody's doing well on this uh, Wednesday morning. It's about 73 degrees here in the Parma Heights area, which is, some people want to know, probably wonder where Parma Heights is, uh, the southwest of Cleveland, one of the southwest suburbs of, of Cleveland, just like Lakewood is in the western part of Cleveland. But uh, anyway, uh, great all-star game last night. Really enjoyed it. And uh, enjoyed the topic that uh, the sport guys uh, had last night about the memorable all-star game. Anyway, I got a solution, Bill, uh, uh, that might help out. On Mondays, Chris and now I'm doing like commercial radio station would do when they use that live with DJ. What you would do, have Chris and Dave go 9 to noon, then you noon to 3 on Mondays. Uh, how's that sound? Hey. I got no problem with it. They might, but I've got uh, Dave, no problem. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, they like to eat pretty good. I so know. that they cuts into eat their. They can always eat during the air. A lot of a lot of DJs do that. Oh, no I do that many, many a time. That reminds me of something, Al. I had a friend of mine who worked at the radio station in college, and he'd bring his breakfast. And but when I took over the microphone and took over the shift after after he was in, there was pancake syrup all over the microphone, syrup all over yeah. the desk. It was it was disgusting. Oh my god! Uh, well, what happened uh, back in WDOK one hundred two point one had a seventy show uh, uh, on Saturdays. Somebody in this was like early early 90s, somebody brought in some food and messed up the concert, all sticky and all that, and then the 7 Midnight guy had, had to clean it out and all that, yeah. No, that should not be allowed. No, eating, you know, while you're on the air. Anyway, I thought I'd suggest that. Good idea. Everybody have, everybody have a great day. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. I remember somebody uh, when I was at college radio station somebody spilled a cup of coffee down the back of one of the real the real tape machines not good that doesn't make your cotton recorder work too well does it oh i accidentally poured a cup of coffee in my braille display and you could hear it sizzle you know what that and and if you have one of those revox machines where they have all these circuit boards in it tim boom that gets forget it you'll have no it won't work at all so yeah well this was a magna cord and it the same thing it didn't work at all (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, Jeff, bring on, is it Gail? All right, we have Go- Gail is next. After Gail will be Pam, and after Pam will be Gary. Go ahead, Gail. Can you unmute yourself, please? Hi, everybody. Um, <coughs> I wish you the best, Tim, for everything. Going to miss you, but uh, I wish you the best. And uh, I've been doing pretty good since I came back from the uh, from Good Shepherd, from the care facility. I, my Evidently, my platelets have been good. Uh, they were a little high, so now I'm off medication for that, but I'm going to see my doctor this coming Friday and see what happens. But I've been feeling absolutely great. You know, no problems, no big deals. Wendy and I are working out well. Everything's great. That's a good thing. And we want you back on there requesting and just being Gail. Well, and I, I missed you the one day because I didn't know how long this person was going to be, you know, staying uh, as far as the um, physical therapy, you know, after everything. It was only a few minutes, but I wasn't sure how long these things were going to be. But I'm back in one piece, and that's the main thing. That is true, and we're glad to have you. And thank you, Gail. Have a good day, You too. Bye-bye. All right, Pam, can you unmute yourself, please? It's already done. I'm a step ahead of you. Uh, You you certainly are. (laughs) Well, good morning, everybody. This is Pam and KC, and I am here. I am actually talking halfway plain. Thank you, Lord. It is going to be 92 here. It is 77 now. Um, Let's see. I've had issues trying to get my computer put back together. When that gets done, I will be back on the radio. Mark, my my friend Mark, who generally helps me, has had his share of art issues of his own. And my daughter is on vacation. Therefore, it's, it's not been pretty. Anyway, next week I get the boot off my foot. I hope I'm supposed to go back to the doctor a week from today. So hopefully I'll be walking on two stable feet. And Tim, I'm not quite sure what kind of surgery you're having, but it sounds like you're having something to do with your hand. Uh, rotator I, cuff. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh, that is so not my, fun. My, my um, actually. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, that's not pretty. Um, best of luck with it. I, I know you'll be back on the radio as soon as you're able. And everyone take care. Have a good one. I'm listening. Thank you much. Well, good luck to you and back and getting you on there and all that good stuff. And that's what we want to do. That reminds me, Tim, these things keep coming back to the Dropbox. I had removed those things, and some things keep coming back to the Dropbox in our folder. So you think it's gone? It's like when you do promos for your show, it's, it's hard to get rid of them. Yeah, they keep right on coming back. And whatever. It looks like we got Gary ready. Gary, to come. you had lowered your hand, but if you'd like to come up. No, can... I lowered his hand. Oh, you lowered his hand. Gary, can you unmute yourself? I should be unmuted now. Hopefully. You are. No, okay. we're not hearing you. Talk a little louder, Gary. No, I'm just okay. kidding, Gary. Okay, Jeff. I'm yelling now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding you, Gary. Go ahead. I know, I know. Well, I have, when you get your show, I have three requests. Just three little requests. And I got a Davida Alice's restaurant and thick as a brick. You know, that'll kill an hour. Oh, wait a second. We, we can add one more with that as well. Won't get fooled again by the Who. It's the yeah, long version. It, yeah. I'll just, I'll just do that every day. Yeah. 
Unless I forget about Stairway to Heaven. Oh, uh, yeah. And you could find that old John Mayall album that has Room to Move and oh, Roxanne in California on it. You can play that whole side. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, play that too. We should do the best of Tim shows. Oh, what and, uh, about the Wheels of Fire album by Cream? If you play the live session with Toad and some of those songs on the live one, where they where they were live in, out of in the nightclubs, uh, those are long cuts too, Tim. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like and, Thick as a Brick. Yeah, <laughs> and um, talking about coffee, I remember hearing an air check. I think it was a morning guy at Y ninety eight in Baltimore. I guess they coffee went down the board, and they had to vacate the studio and go into the production room and stuff. And uh, so. Yeah, that happened when I was working at the college, or not the college station there, KYSM in Mankato. The sprinkler system, one of the sprinkler heads broke off right over the control board. Oh, no, no. So we had to move to the, the other studio. <laughs> and how long did it take them to get a new board fix we'll put in? Uh, it was a, like a few days. They, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember what all they had to do. But Well, the, the worst had... thing that... Oh, go ahead, Tim. It was one of those Gates AMFM boards. So <laughs> we had the worst thing that happened to me was I had to go, we, we had to go three flights up to get to go to the to men's room at our radio station, and the studio door locked on on me, and I couldn't get back into the studio. <laughs> and <laughs> that happened to a friend of mine who did overnights, and he locked himself out, and he had to call his boss because he ran down to the Seven Eleven to buy some cigarettes. And so he called his boss, and his boss took it in good stride, came down, let him in, and just started laughing at him. The next time, you'll take your keys, right? <laughs> and uh, But some people wouldn't uh, be too happy about that, but, it, you know. Uh, and good luck on the surgery, Tim. We'll be thinking about you on uh, tomorrow. I guess it's tomorrow is when you're doing Yep, tomorrow morning. Okay. I have to be there at 6.30. Hey, Jeff, maybe they were trying to tell you something. I think they probably were, Dave. I have to tell you, I'm almost sure they were probably trying to tell me something. I'm sure. I get it. Believe me. In one of my reading service jobs we had, uh, where the readers were, when the roof uh, sprung a leak. So I had to, I came in one day with raining cats and dogs and maybe some elephants. And I came in and I thought, wow, this water's loud in here. I better, so I will go in. The roof. And I thought, okay, I got to move all this stuff out into the, you know, into the main control room. So I moved everything out and was able to make it work. And we had a big exhaust fan in there, the roof board, or not exhaust fan, one of those industrial fans to uh, dry the carpet out and all that. That was an exciting time. The biggest mm-hmm. problem with that, Gary, and I know Alan, be patient. We're going we're to get to you in a minute. Is that the uh, that, is that even if you dry the carpet out like that, the mold builds up on that carpet yeah. eventually, and it, and you have to eventually get it shampooed and all replaced. So and, and that happened to us where I work in New York State. There was a leak in the uh, a water leak in the building and, and on the first floor of the building, and it soaked the carpeting. And they had to actually replace the carpeting, even though they had the fans going to dry it out. It was just so you couldn't breathe down there. The mold was just it was just horrible. So um, it was not fun. No, it's not. I had a situation where I had a, I had some water backing up from downstairs. And uh, first of all, the maintenance man didn't believe me, but as luck would have it, he said, water doesn't flow uphill, sir. I said, well, it's coming from downstairs because I'm on the top floor. And so then as I was explaining that, it came from downstairs. And he said, oh, I know it happened. Didn't say you're right. I wanted to go, ha ha, I'm right, you know. 
But some people, no matter what you say or do, they've always got to have the last word. That's for sure. No matter. Now, Gary, you said you had requests for. Yeah, those are for Jeff. Those three songs when he does his show. When he oh, takes oh, out, when he does his that, show, that's now, right. I, there are re- <laughs> when it's the Jeff are, takeover. Now I could. There is a song I've been thinking about, and it may be too long for you to play, actually. But it's a uh, it's by Long John Baldry, and I can't remember the name of it. But talking about don't lay no bougie bougie on the oh, king, of rock, king and of rock and roll. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I love that song, and I haven't heard it in a long time. I'm pretty sure I have that. There probably was a radio edit version. Yeah. Well, like thick as like thick as a brick, Tim. You could get that with radio edits. So there was, there was edit one, yeah. two, three, yeah, and four. Like, yeah, yeah. I just remember our AOR stations. They always play the long version. Of it. So I don't think I've ever heard yeah. a short version. You know, I know I ought to run the board here and let Jeff and or Gary take over for a show and let them broadcast and do it right that way. <laughs> We're gonna I'd, get. I'd you probably on. run the listeners off. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. Uh, would would be the big. That would be kind of fun. W- it would w- be fun. That's true. We'd we'd bring you on, Jeff, and say, "Now let Jeff speak for himself." I haven't done the <laughs> DJ work like that in. Four, it's been over forty years, Bill. I tell you the truth. Forty-seven, forty, nineteen seventy-seven was the last show I ever did. Yeah, there. I always get these guys that call me in here, or I was in radio in nineteen seventy-nine or nineteen. It'd be like. Me, I ran a vending stand in 1979. I know all about the vending program. You know what I mean? There's no way. Uh, but they haven't been in radio in 50 years. You know what I mean? So they think they know everything about radio. I, I guess it's just the nature, the nature of things. So do we have any other yep, callers? we do. Alan, can you unmute yourself? Alan Ramos out there in Ontario, California. I like to say good morning to the panel. And uh, it's 70 degrees here already. Wow. And we're going to expect a high of 92. Probably might get hotter than that. But I got my computer problem finally solved last week. How did you get it solved? Well, I don't know how. It just was a filter that was turned on. I had to turn it off. All that nonsense with the narrator. Huh, but it's now working okay? It's now working like it's supposed to work. What happened, Bill, they turned on a Best Buy when they repaired the windows for me. They turned on a hidden administrative uh, feature in Windows, which was not recommended by Microsoft. Oh. Well, you know, with any... That's one of the biggest rackets going. Yeah. Let me take my computer into Best Buy and let me tune it up for you. Now, they no more tune up that computer than... I'm going to fly over here. Oh, yeah. You know, um, they they basically don't. They just run a little program that you can buy for free from your house yeah. or very, very little money and say they're they're cleaning your computer. You can one run little program and com- clean your computer to their satisfaction, and they'll tell you that. When they were trying to get me to take the job there, I would watch them do that. And, you know, the the problem with a lot of computers is, in my opinion, I see what the panel thinks here, but 
they get a lot of junk on these computers and maybe oh, not bad as it used to be but they put all that stuff on your computer and that's exactly what happens i had to have also disability help me do a window repair on top of everything else oh my so i've been on the phone the last week for several hours on the phone to get that done and finally the computer's now working like it's supposed to work uh, well, I'm just glad it's working for you, and they've got the resources out there. The only thing that I did not like with the uh, Best Buy, they'll install McCaffrey, they'll install it on your program whether you want it or not. You know. Oh, that is one of the worst things you could ever put on a computer. I'm sorry, I don't want to get sued over that, but uh, you won't be. they are one of the worst things I've ever seen for a computer. And the other one is a Norton. Oh, yes, oh my goodness. That would just. Not only was it bad, but try to get it off your computer. Which that oh, was yeah. right. It that... took 12 minutes for the person that was helping me to get it off my computer. 12 minutes to remove it. Well, a lot of people will tell you that you're very. Unless there's very bad circumstances, yeah. Windows Defender or the virus program and that stuff pretty well works. Yes, it does. Um, I'm happy with it. Yeah, it, it pretty well works. So. Alan, stay away from the Best Buy help desk if you can, but if you need them, you need them. A lot of people swear by them. but I, I'm saying, Bill, that there's a lot of things I do not know about computers. I'm learning the hard way, uh, and I do thank you guys for helping me out uh, with this but issue. They'll take your money. No problem. Sure they will. <laughs> they'll take your problem, but... You know, you and Walter stay safe, all right? Uh, we certainly will. Uh, we wish uh, Tim uh, a speedy recovery and his surgery that he's going to have. All right. Uh, we'll have Dave Argo and he'll, right. he'll cut his arm off and he'll fix him up real good. And I hope Jeff does a, a radio show. I, yeah, he does the all things radio, so I'm pretty sure he can do a real nice uh, show on the legend. Yeah, he we'll think about it, could. okay? We'll consider it, Alan. I appreciate right, that. Really and give, my, and give our best to your brother Walter again. Okay, Alan. I certainly will. I'd like to let you know that I often enjoy your all things radio show, uh, the guys and the crew and stuff. When I have a yeah, chance to we've got a. I got. It. Go I was just going to say, we have a certain person who doesn't like my radio show, and I don't even know him, but he doesn't like me so very well. Oh, oh, yeah. No, <laughs> he doesn't. But I found Bill, out. You have a very, Bill, you have a very good show. I really enjoy your show when you're on. I look forward to listening to you uh, yeah. when I'm up in the morning around 6 o'clock in the morning. All right. Well, you take care, Alan. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I was going to mention I got one of those phishing mails from the Geeks. Said it was from the Geeks. Right. Wanting me to renew my $199 uh, service contract. And just click here, you know, to renew it. I'll tell you what. Just set, just click there, and all the $199 people who are ordering the service contract, that money will come to my cash box, Tim, right? Yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah, I bet right. I've had something to do with it. Thanks a lot, Tim. <laughs> Oh, okay. We got we got some hands raised here, we, and we got Beth. So let's get to Beth Moline, and then we got Bill in Chicago, and then Pam Francis one more time. Okay. Beth, can you unmute yourself, please? I think I just did. You did. Go ahead. Great. Good morning, Good morning, everyone. I'm just really. I'm, in some ways, I'm kind of miserable, but trying not to show it as much. I found out over the last few days I've got one of those blasted UTIs, and I'm not really able to do much when I have those because it's just ugh. I just 
I'm afraid of what's going to happen and when, but I'm taking care of it. I finally got my antibiotic for it. I'm doing, I will be doing all right though, because this morning there's no activities that I'm going to be going to. This afternoon, I'm hoping I can get to one. There's a game, but um, tomorrow morning we're going to have our wee bowling, and hopefully I can do all right with that. And I know I'm, I'm really getting all excited about a week from today with our universal yums. I'll, I'll find out the, on, on Wednesday next week when we have that, what country it's going to be. I'm, I'm so interested in that now that we started doing that the last few months. Well, hey, it gives you something to look forward to. And if you enjoy it, go for it. And cranberry juice, Beth, for that UTI, cranberry yes. juice. Yes. In fact, I called our chef in the kitchen yesterday, asked him if he had some. And he brought me he, he brought me three or, or four drink boxes of that, you know, those little cartons of the cranberry juice. And also he bought me four little bottles of water. And I was thinking, that is what I really need. So, Jeff, that is such a beautiful idea. Great minds think alike. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, now, this may be a crazy question, Beth, but when do they serve your meals in a dining room or do they bring them to your room? Well, so far in the morning and the evening ones, they're bringing them to our rooms. At noon, Monday through Friday, we have them in the dining room. On Saturday and Sunday, I think in another week or so, we're going to start having our Saturday, our weekend lunches in the dining room. And eventually, we're going to start having all our meals in the dining room again. I kind of like having my meals in my apartment, but I miss my own cooking. We don't have um, stoves in our apartments. We have microwave ovens. In fact, you know, I wanted to tell you something really nice about that. First, I lived in a studio apartment when I moved into this building on April 1st of 19. And eventually, in October of 19, I moved into this one-bedroom apartment. And the maintenance man brought my microwave oven from there and and my sister said she's got one in here and he said it doesn't have her stuff on it though and I said Patrice he's bringing this one in I guess he surprised me with it too but I said he's bringing it in here because it's got my bump dots on it that we we put on there and so that was so cool that he did it that way (laughs) he didn't have to worry about fixing up a new microwave oven (laughs) so he did it for you that's a good idea but they're probably used to it Mm mm-hmm you know, that's, so that's cool. a good thing that you have that. Um, you know, microwaves can be pretty challenging for some people. And, you know, we've had them in all shapes and sizes. Right. But now a lot of them, especially the Amazon ones, you just talk to it and boom. <laughs> I know. But I still love pushing buttons. I just... I don't know. Well, no, they got that option on there too. You can push buttons and they've got a keypad on it. So you can do both. Oh, cool. I love it. So you can do both. (laughs) If you don't want to talk to it, you can push the buttons. Oh, that is awesome. It's great that they have both options. (laughs) You know, I, I think that's an underserved community and we've been down that road before but is microwaves washers and dryers and appliances like that and stoves that should have a clear path for marking and the ability to 
you know, to either use an iPhone. If you can't use an iPhone, you should be able to push some buttons or do something. But well, the iPhones, they, there's also keyboards with those. From I mean, that, that you can get with those. So that's right. the good thing too. Yeah. Main thing is stay well, was, Beth, and keep yourself going. Look forward to your yums and. Enjoy your meals, but just think about all the socialization you can do when you get back in the dining room and get your meals and all of that stuff. Oh, I know. That's going to be a lot of fun. And there's something, there's one other thing with when you were mentioning about the computers. There was one time I called the accessibility team, the Microsoft accessibility team, and there was one gal that I talked to on there, and she heard my jaws speaking and she said i don't know why you won't get narrator why do you, why won't you use narrator and she got real mean about it because i prefer not to and i said that and then i said and i'm going to hang up now because i do not like your attitude i said this never should have bothered you but what you did now bothered me terribly and i'm going to hang up and you will be reported so, yeah, there's no, you need to take your bias out of that and just let people use what they want. If they don't want to use narrator, they shouldn't. And tell That's her it's right. not a full service um, screen reader yet. So I couldn't believe how huffy she Why they? You know. That's why we have both. We have narrator, we have NVDA, and we have JAWS. Whatever you choose to work that works best for you. Mm -hmm. So that's it. You know, you just do the best you can. And what works for you is what you started out with and what you're comfortable with. Right. I hung up and she had me in tears for a little bit. I mean, she didn't know that. But once I hung up, I was in tears before I called back and got a better person. (laughs) Did they solve your problem? They did. And I told them that I wasn't certain the gal's name. I wish I could remember. But I think that they would have been able to look it up. And and so whatever happened there afterwards was whatever happened. But they were willing to help me with the person that I talked to the the second time around. It was very helpful and and very assuring. Well, there we go. And thank you so much, Beth. You're welcome. I hope you get well. And, I, and Tim, I hope you do well with your surgery, too. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad it's Tim this time instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One of the, next is Bill in Chicago, Illinois, and then Gail is up next after that. Okay. So, uh, uh, I should say, Bill, are you, are you already unmuted yourself. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, well, you yeah. just be the quiet for about Yeah, the thing come on said the host would like you to unmute yourself, so I did it. Uh, no, nothing really much here. It's about 70-some degrees. going to be in the mid-80s. Had rain yesterday. Uh, let's see. Last Sunday, I went to Covington, Indiana, to the Bee House for a dinner show called At the Hop. It was 1950s music. And then uh, next, but this weekend, I got a big 21st birthday party and graduation party with my grandson. And about 30 or 40 people there. And then uh, next weekend, we're going to Shipshawana to see... The Battle of the Big Bands on Thursday night, which is supposed to be the old Glenn Miller and Tommy Dorsey band, which they probably aren't, but they're the same music. And then we're going to go see a play at the Blue Gate about an Amish girl that wants to go off into the world and some things that happen. It's supposed to be a comedy. Oh, there you go. And then, uh, Saturday, I got uh, nothing else really going. And Sunday, we're going back down to Covington, Kentucky for a show called uh, you know, Enchanted Evening. It's all doo-wop music four-part harmony as well. Oh, you know, 
you're going to miss my famous meeting on the ninth uh, da, da, to the whatever that date is the twenty fourth or no. the sixteenth. No, I'll be here this Friday. Yeah, is that this, this the, Friday? You got one. Wait and a minute. The what is it? I, it, it depends on what's going on um, the twenty fourth. Uh, what time I get finished and that I make. I'm, Wait a minute. I'll I already even forgot the, the date we're going to have the meeting. Let's see. Uh, the 16th. This Friday is the, uh, is the alumni. alumni board meeting, right? Yeah. And then the 24th is the... Uh, All I'm going to tell you is we're, I'm come prepared with my new database, and I want you to be prepared to think because we're going to clean up some mistakes. And get some of these oh, dates. You're about the, oh, I know what you're talking about. I talked to I talked to uh, Geraldine the other day, and she right. told me. She said, I said, "Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there that had not no reflection on the people to put together the first no. time, but I mean, or that last one, but they didn't research a lot of stuff, right? Right. Or so where the, they got the information, I don't know where they got some of it. But I think they just threw it at the wall, buddy. <laughs> right. And I was going to say, Tim, what shoulder you haven't worked on? My right shoulder. Oh, man, and you're going to be on a diet for a week or so then, right? Well, yeah, I, I was thinking about that. Oh, well, yeah. It, it, it's well, really can, hard. Have... Uh, it's hard to eat now. I mean, like, um, oh, we we buy milk in a gallon cartons or, you know, right. plastic things. And right. that is hard to pour out of with my oh, shoulder. Oh, well, yeah, you got to lift it, right. Uh-huh. right. Yeah. You gotta, well, you could, you could get... Uh, is your, is your wife named Laura? I think you said that. it must be yeah. your wife. You can yeah. have her feed you. Well, <laughs> she might just stop. Is, isn't that like the, isn't that like when you go into the wedding and then they have the song that the bride feeds the groom? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, never yeah right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or do it do it like my. I remember we had a, a 50th wedding anniversary for my parents back in '89, uh, and my mother they had her portray the bride feeding the groom a piece of cake well she cut the cake with a sharp butcher knife and stuck the butt into the butcher knife up in my dad's mouth <laughs> oh there oh. you go everybody, everybody got a big charge on that <laughs> so she was trying to make it their last wedding anniversary <laughs> yeah right their last wedding anniversary right so. but no everything's going okay here and far as my computer i got a pretty good tech for mine i got a, a guy he's a it guy for a company in fact he's my son-in-law's nephew right. he, 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 he puts them together and tears them apart and i mean he's a high tech it tech for a big company here i mean he's the one i got in fact he made the one i got he put it together in his house he has a tower in his house he i don't know where he gets all this stuff how he does it but he's got 15 computers stacked on top of each other and they're just loaded with all kinds of stuff he gets stuff from europe he gets stuff out of russia he gets stuff out of uh, the Arab countries. I mean, he. You can sit there and watch stuff on his. He can bring up stuff on his, his computer's house that you can't even think about. I don't know where he gets it. But some of you, they're not translated, but it's just fun to watch it sometimes. But, yeah, the, you know, right. if you can find a good tech that can build you a computer, but sometimes and put one together for Chris and Dave and sometimes it's better to go to Best Buy or wherever and buy one and then configure it to the way that you want to for their need and he will tell you the same thing Mm -hmm. Um, you know but when Chris wanted her computer and she told me this is what I want so I said well we better get what you want 
And so then we just configured it from that way. And as far as I know, they're not having any trouble with their front room computer. Right. Well, my first, my first computer I bought, um, oh, it was a guy, he was a Jaws rep. Uh, you remember Dave Porter, Bill? I've heard that guy from Chicago. Okay. Yeah, right. Well, he, I got in touch with him for um, first time for Jaws, and he... he got the computer and everything and he come and set it up but yeah i've had back talking about jaws i've had jaws since 2.1 so yeah first 2.1 i got free because um wow i had jaws from 1.0 i got it from two points because there was a guy come in where i work one day and i was using the computer i could see to read it and i was using a magnifying glass to read the screen and he said he said i think i know something that'll help you bill so he brought it in and it was a uh literature about jaws and he happened to be the counselor or the uh, lawyer for hinder joyce and he was a member of the club so he brought it in and i looked at it and he said you think it'll help and i said well me and i said he said okay well about two weeks later in walked ted hender he brought him into chicago and ted hender came downstairs or got downstairs because you know he, he was all crippled up and he came in and he plopped it old floppy disk on the desk and said, here, enjoy, and if you enjoy it, I hope you keep your maintenance up, and that was it. I've had it ever since. You know, Somebody, you, know, you know the story how Ted Hendrick started that, don't you? The Jaws. Uh, no, somebody just muted me. Let me. You there? I, I met him once. Um, okay, well, you know you know how he got started. He was a he was a Tour de France racer, and he went off a, an embankment and broke out on how many bones in his body. Oh, wow. And I think it was, it was a brain damage. I think it left him blinded. And so then he uh, got together with uh, Joyce, I guess, was more of a tech guy. And that's how they first started Jaws and put it together. And, of course, he's no longer... He sold the company a long time ago. Oh, yeah, that's way back when it first started. Now it's, what is it, Sapiro or whatever they call it? Vespero, Vespero. Yeah, Vespero, right, right, right. But but the thing of it is, it's come so far in advance that a lot of the stuff I don't even use does OCR and everything else. I mean, uh, I was just reading a new thing here uh, on their stuff the other day that uh, somehow they have a program now that can convert your printers and into EUB or into grade two or grade one or other kinds of stuff. And, you know, and even the, even they have a program now that will translate Braille to speech for you. The thing reads Braille. I mean, I was reading that the other day on their on their site. It was some, I understood that the way it was working. And I know they got OCR now and all that kind of stuff. A lot of, a lot of good stuff. We're going to have a lot of stuff next week. We're going to attend and read about in the upcoming weeks. We're going to hear a, a demo here in a few minutes about a new product that I think you're going to find interesting. Maybe expensive, but oh, I don't know how many things I've read about I wanted, but I knew I couldn't afford. So don't look at me. My credit card's going to get maxed out if we do that, Bill. You know. Right. Well, yeah. One thing, real quick, Tim, on your surgery, you could save money. Chris could work on it. He likes to tinker around. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, that's Chris, Dave. I mean, Dave could work on it, right? Tim, I yeah. told you, I, I would, I would take care of it by by twisting that that shoulder a little bit, and you'd be back to normal. But I don't think that you want me touching your shoulder, Tim. So. No, but you're oh, going to be good, Tim. It's going to take a little bit of time, but you'll you'll be 
good. Just, just make sure you do the exercise when you get finished, but no matter how much it hurts, because I, I worked a lot of guys had rotor cuff done, and it's going to be sore when they want you to move it. Just go ahead, and you got to grit your teeth and move it, or it's going to freeze up on you, and then you're worse off. I got tools what? ready, Tim. Oh. <laughs> Dave, you're such a nice guy, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doctor. Doctor. Hey, I, I got a question for you guys. I, uh, For some reason, my spell checker keeps telling me that rotator is incorrectly spelled R-O-T-A-T-O-R. And I know that's right, but for some reason... I don't. <laughs> that's correct, but I don't know why it would be telling you that either. I don't know why and wouldn't either, but I don't challenge anybody on spelling. Because <laughs> nine times out of ten, I'm wrong. Do we have any other hands raised? We do have. Uh, we have Gail, Gail and, and Pam. Pam. Okay. So we can't keep some of them on the air here today. Okay. <laughs> Go. Uh, you want me to? Um, yeah. Can you, can you? And then Pam, you'll be next, and then I guess we got the demo. So maybe we're waiting. Uh, go ahead, Gail. Is it Gail? Yep. Hi, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of agree with, I kind of agree with Beth, whatever screen reader you you want to use, it shouldn't be, I still miss my window eyes, but I do love a lot of the things about uh, NVDA. There are a lot of things about NVDA that make me, remind me a little bit of window eyes, but, you know, it all depends on what you want to use and nobody should be no one on a team like that or in a situation like that should be telling somebody else what to do. I have to admit, I did like the way Window Eyes worked with Station Playlist. It did work good with it. You know, the only thing about Window Eyes was people wanted to put JAWS keys with it or have commands for JAWS within Window Eyes. Because I had both screen readers, and I... I thought Window Eyes back in the day did a very good job of marketing themselves. They'd always come up with these new features and. Alexa, what time is it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, well. I, I get that, Bill. They did a good job at the time. They, they did? Yeah, did a real good time about, you know, about promoting themselves. I remember they came up with one where it talked in the safe mode or did something in the one of those if your machine or no, one of them was if your sound got muted, it would come back up and, yeah. you know, start talking. And there's yeah. nothing more frustrating than getting your computer to where it won't talk. And you don't know where to push the buttons, what to do, and you try everything to get your sound back and um, all that stuff. And as Jeff knows, you can get sound cards all messed up. Oh, yeah. Uh, so well, one thing I got I got to tell you about Window Eyes and Jaws, and it, it, I think and I think it's, it's all screen readers is that if you learned on Window Eyes and you started with Window Eyes, people who I know who've used Window Eyes tend to tend to prefer that screen reader. And it was unfortunate that when when Freedom Scientific or the company that owns Freedom Scientific bought that company, they discontinued the the screen reader. Which is you know I I knew that was going to happen, but uh, there are people who love both. But uh, the if, uh, Window Eyes users are passionate about that screen reader, right? Well, hey, and I know yeah, that. Yeah, I loved it in a lot of ways, and NBDA for a while i used to use a program when when it see nowadays are much better but windows version we've the first version 
was 3.11, which was the old Windows. And then they went to Windows 95, and JAWS didn't support. There wasn't none of this stuff about screen readers always supporting stuff when it first came out. It took JAWS several months to get Windows 95 working. But in the meantime, I went to a program, and it was called from Canada, and it was called Window Bridge. It's a program that ran DOS and Windows 95. You could either go into the DOS mode at that time, or you could go into Windows mode. It actually did a pretty good job, and I think it came, the guy finally... I guess it went out of he committed suicide or something. Yeah, he died or something. That's, yeah. and, and then they never continued the program. They never continued the program. But it was a program that cost about $600. I, I remember it well, and it worked pretty well. And there was another one, and it was called ASAP, A-S-A-P. You remember ASAP, don't I you? had it when I first got on the help desk working for New York State. ASAP was a great program. Great program. It you could well in DOS. Yeah. And, you could and it did great. And when he came out with it with for Windows, he, he ended up leaving the company because he got a job with uh, APH, and he never supported the Windows project anymore. And unfortunately, because if he had continued supporting the Windows, it would have been a very good program. Oh, yeah. But that was one whale of a program was ASAP. My, my, oh, my. But that was a good one. You know, you'd get a, you'd get something that wouldn't work, and you could make it accessible and simply, you know, and you could make tab speak and do all kinds of things with. Um, ASAP was great. You could you could mark your coordinates on the screen and, and say, I want this area to speak when something changes, and it was great. No scripting. It was very easy to set up and work perfectly. But I will say Windowize was, if you talk about responsive, it was responsive, and so was ASAP. By the way, and, one of the program I also used, did you ever, any of you guys ever use Arctic Business Vision? Uh, oh, yes. I started out with that. I didn't like the voice so well, but Arctic Business Vision. I had it was made out of a company out of Michigan. Right. I had the Accent SA. It was an external speech synthesizer. It oh. had a battery in it, and you'd plug that into the serial port of your computer, and it has a clock built into it as well. It was okay, but it, but it was that was what it was back then. It, it is what it is what it is, and it was it, it was what it was back then. I remember when I got a Deck Talk Express. Yeah. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. 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 Good, good stuff. Jeff, do we have any more callers? We have two callers. I'm going to get to you, Charles, and then I'll get to you, Pam, Charles, out in uh, Maryland. Go ahead, unmute yourself, please. Yes, how's everybody? Pretty good. good. Um, yes, I want to wish Tim uh, good luck on his uh, surgery tomorrow. I'll be thinking about him. Thanks, Charles. So aren't you Thanks. having your surgery pretty soon, Charles? Yeah. Yeah, Friday. Friday. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, coming right up on it. are you, too. You're two in a row. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. How long do well, they think you know, you're going to be in the hospital, maybe? Yes, yes. I'll be in. I don't know how. I won't know until after the surgery how many days that will be. Yeah. Um, but I will, um, I'm going to try to have my phone with me if I can. I know it's dangerous in a way because you can lose stuff so easily in the hospital. No. Just essential things like your cane and your shoes. You don't lose I know. much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, I've it been, is. Uh, I was going to say, I've been through a few different visits to the hospital, and 
the phone is sure a lot nicer to have than like using a laptop. That was <laughs> well, laptops are fine, but every system is different in how to hook up to their. You know, I didn't even use my laptop at the hospital. I had my phone, and I stuck with it the whole time. Yeah, I was going to say with with mine, um, evidently they must uh, connect all of our hospitals, and because when I go to North Memorial, the two different hospitals that they have, my phone automatically connects to their Wi-Fi. And, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but <laughs> yeah. So just keep us abreast if you can as what's going on with you uh, after the surgery. I know that you may not be in a lot of shape. Talk maybe for a while, but uh, just let us know what's happening. So we're all concerned. Yeah, Charles will be. He'll. Yes, thank you. You'll yeah, be. Thank you with you, Charles. Good wishes. Charles. Yep. Thank you for all your good wishes. To I'll everybody. be playing. Be we'll be playing a song or two for you on Sunday on the Gospel Show. So. And I really appreciate it, and I hope I'm not monopolizing anybody's time. No, I will also be thinking about you when you think about the old days I, of uh, Baltimore radio, Charles. No, we listen to yep. Jeff. Oh, I know. Yeah. There's not much up there on the Internet as far as Baltimore radio, unfortunately. Um, there really isn't. At least I haven't found it. Maybe we'll we'll venture away from Indiana, and we'll find you some Baltimore radio. Um, okay, well, I do appreciate I do appreciate it because I like Fat Daddy. He was cool. I have Paul it. Fat Daddy Johnson. He was I cool. Have Go it. Ahead. I have it. We'll take care of that at some point, okay? Okay, and I do appreciate well, good it. Good luck, and we'll and again, talk I appreciate to you, this you guys. So. All right. Be careful, Thanks. and God bless. Oh, we have, I, oh, oh, yeah. Go ahead, gonna, Go ahead, Tim. Real quick, I, I was going to say I bought a device that I am very pleased with. It was not very expensive. It was like 30 bucks. It's a thing for charging up to six devices at one time. And it, it's just a little uh, box that has six USB ports on it. It comes with eight different cables for connecting devices. Three of them are lightning cables. Three of them are, what's the one with the dots? I always forget which, which one's which. Oh, that's a USB-C, is it? Yeah, it might be. Anyway, and then two of it's them a USB are the. Mini. Oh, okay. And then two of them are the ones that Amazon is using now, the ones that you can plug in either direction. Um, there's a small USB. They they feel a lot like the original USB ones that everyone used to use about five years ago. What is this device called, Tim? Um, it's just called a. Uh, charger i mean it, it's uh i i think it's they just call it a six port charger it's available on amazon don't remember exactly the brand name i can look that up but um it's uh pretty handy it's got little slots that you can stand devices on although a lot of things wouldn't fit but like phones will and stuff and it's great for uh i use a lot of bluetooth devices like my uh I have a couple of different headsets, things like that. It's really nice for that. Good stuff. I haven't bought anything interesting lately, but okay, Jeff, do we have anybody? one more? We have one more, and then okay. I guess we can do the demo. Pam Francis, can you unmute yourself, please? Hello, everybody. Um, I just have a tech question for hopefully, Bill, you can answer this one. 
um, with the unveiling, I guess, pretty soon of Win 11, do you, what accessibility differences do you see coming down that pike? And are we going to notice differences in the way our JAWS operates and how that's going to affect studio? As far as I can tell right now, now this may change next week when I go to some seminars and I'll come back and share it with with everyone. But I don't think there's going to be anything really, really, really major from what I'm hearing from the, the beta testers. And I don't think you have either, Jeff. I haven't either. There's a guy I know in Ohio who's already beta testing Windows 11 and he says it, it really isn't that much different than Windows 10. No, I, I don't think... Your, I think there might be, I mean, sure, it could be better, may not be, but I think that the, to a certain degree, a lot of this, there comes a lot of hype. I remember people used to freak when they said, you got to go from Windows 7 to Windows 10 or whatever, and they just, just, my computer's going to be different. No, it's not going to be different, but no, Pam. I will tell you more about that in a week or two, and we'll have some some better knowledge. Do, and, do, we, do any of you know how far back the equipment will work, or do, is it is it time for me to, to go looking at another computer? Well, if you don't have the money for a computer, Pam, I wouldn't be running out buying a new computer just for Windows 11 since Microsoft is going to continue supporting support this for well, at least 2020. Five years. Right. Yeah, it's for like five years. Yeah. Five years. So, <laughs> I, okay. I, mean, I but if you want to buy a computer, you can buy me one too, Pam, okay? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Pam, you yeah, uh-huh. I wouldn't it's, update. It's your turn to buy me one. Jeff. Right. I wouldn't update just for that because it's, you know, there's some very good Windows 10 computers and if we find something that's just groundbreaking but i really don't foresee that as being something that you know people are already using it nvda and jaws and i would urge you unless you just got a computer that you just just dying to use i wouldn't use my main computer for something like that if you depend upon your computer depending upon how old your computer is pam well, my computer i got it back when i got studio back in 2015 yeah um you know you're, there's you're a, on windows you're on windows 10 right yes it started out windows 8 1 but i'm on windows 10 now yeah. and I've, maybe I've it will been, maybe it won't know. but there's a if you go to microsoft.com there is a uh, checker that you can run which supposedly will answer your concerns to see if your device is ready or you know for 2011 but i don't i i don't see any reason to do anything drastic because your computing experience is not going to change that okay. much sure neither of my computers are uh, will will be able to be updated one of them is only, I think it's four years old. So they, uh, <laughs> the other one is. What is brand is it, Jim? So they're both Dells. 
Yeah, because I've got an HP. But at yeah. least you're not running Windows 7, Tim. I have a friend of mine in New York City who insists on running Windows 7, and he, and that hasn't been supported in quite a while now, and he keeps insisting on running it. And one day he's going to run into a problem that's going to kill his machine. Yeah. Well, for security, if nothing else. Um, we have a call, by the way, Bill, from oh. Debbie in Lafayette. Do you want to bring her on? Or I can do it if you need me to. No, here you go. Or I think this will work. Hey, Bill, this is Debbie in Lafayette. Um, you're talking about ASAP. I loved ASAP. Um, I was wondering if anybody knows whatever happened to the man that was affiliated with ASAP, Dennis Brown. He was from Georgia. He was a veteran, and he had no hands. He was such a nice person. I just wondered if... Anybody knows what happened to him. I think he was in the American Council of Blind, but I'm not sure. Anyway, you have a good day, and I like I miss Open Book. I wish I could have a flat scanner again and something like Open Book. Anyway, you guys have a great day. Thank you. Bye bye. She's right about Dennis Brown because I I talked to him a lot when I first had uh, SAP, and he had no hands. So what he would do is uh, every every you hear you'd hear Morse code every time you would talk to him when he was doing things on the computer. That's how he computed. Right. He he was he was a great guy something but i don't i'm not sure if he's still i it seems but i could be wrong but i'm gonna ask a few inquiries but as far as i know debbie you can still buy open book um so you can still buy it and you can still have a flatbed scanner if you so choose now you know, I I think open the problem with open book is is they haven't updated that program in many 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 years, um, and it hasn't been updated. So, you know, you kind of take your 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 chances at that. Now, what I might use Debbie instead of a flatbed scanner is that. One thing that folds up in the camera, um, what's it called? A pearl. That's one of the things that you could use, and they're reasonable. Any you guys got any inputs on scanners or what you use? Some people buy the scanners that are right in the printer and use you know the software and that kind of stuff so i i'm not i'm looking for a scanner now i have i spent a lot of money on it i have the the uh sarah reading machine but the biggest problem with that is you can't interface that directly with your computer you got to put stuff on a thumb drive and then find the documents and it's not so i'm looking at replacing my scanner so i was talking to my friend don in new york city and he said well why don't you buy a very you can buy for 50 dollars a canon flatbed scanner it runs off a usb port of your computer and use it with that either your I have the the KNFB reader for the, for the computer, or use it with Abby Fine Reader or something like that. And if you need it, that's what, that what that's what might work. I don't know if it's going to work. I would certainly have to. But those Canon scanners are like fifty dollars, and and they do work. Yeah, uh, there's there's some good one of those. But you can get Open Book, you know that you that you can use. Jenny still uses it, but it's getting further and further and further. Um. You know, and then, of course, you can use your iPhone. There's many different programs you can use on your iPhone or even your Android. I've, you know, got some good barcode readers and and scanners and those type of things. And I think Chris and Dave uses theirs with their HP printer. But you can do the same thing with the Brothers printer also. We do, and it, it works pretty well. 
Yeah, so does mine. I use KNFB Reader, um, which I've never updated, so I don't know if um, if that would make a difference because I've talked to people that said the newer version actually didn't was as good. I don't know if that's. I don't. Yeah. Does it, is that the one on the computer, Tim? Yeah. Because yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if it Windows. updates itself because I I haven't used it. I've never used it, but I installed it when I bought it for real cheap when they first came out with it and they had a sale. I think on I, it. Yeah, it I got it for nineteen dollars. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's what I got it for. Yeah. But I, I'm, you know, there are several ways you can approach that, you know, with the scanning. And I've, I've got a couple we're going to talk about on here. One of them is called Sullivan Sullivan's Plus. And you can either get it for your Android phone or your iPhone, and it's free. And it does a real good job at scanning and lets you copy to the clipboard and save your stuff. So there's... You know, there's some pretty good stuff out there, but I use I use Voice Dream Scanner. And yeah, I use Seeing AI, but the Seeing AI barcode reader doesn't work right anymore. No, that reason, one so. that's about as bad as you can get. Yeah, SuperSense super Sense works really well, but it's kind of expensive. I think that's um, on but, sale uh, this week. Yeah, check it out. It's on it's on sale for a while, Tim, and they they've lowered the price quite Lowers a bit. Quite really a bit. Ah, okay. So. And, of course, there's Envision. I happen to think they do a lot of things well except scan. You know, that there's that. And, you know, you get all kinds of opinions and all of that stuff. Do we have any other callers? We have one more, and I think I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's Pierre out in uh, wherever, wherever, where he is, Louisiana maybe or someplace. Go ahead, Pierre. Unmute yourself, the iPhone guy. Unmute yourself. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, the person with the iPhone. If you want to unmute yourself, if you can, we'll patiently wait here for you while you. I, I think it is Pierre, but I'm not sure. So I don't think it's Pierre, but let's see. Pierre's iPod Touch. Oh, that's right. Please, iPod Touch. It's me. It's me. Were you thinking about a Pearl camera? A Pearl camera. Yes. Oh, was that the thing you were trying to think of that folds? Yeah, the Pearl camera. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, that's actually a pretty good thing. That's that's not a bad little device to you know put documents under and and read it. And but Debbie's right about a flatbed scanner, but this is smaller. And I bought those things like the Pearl or imitators of it, and they're not near as good. But I think. The Pearl is less than two hundred dollars now. It used to be six or seven hundred dollars for that thing. Yeah. What's the real expensive one that's like glasses? Oh, that thing. Or, or cam? Or cam? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Dave I've, wants. I've heard it works well, but it's really expensive. So. Yeah. So, do you use anything, Julie? I haven't much for a while, but I I did I have a Pearl camera and I did use it some yes yeah and I use I use KNFE reader a little bit on my on my tablet if because um, it came on my tablet and so I use it some to try to open some of those files that don't like to open oh those PDFs and but yeah seems... but I never tried to take pictures of documents with it because. It's an. I've got a 32, and that's just kind of an awkward size to hold like that. Yeah, and to me, 
they did such a good job on it at the beginning, but technology caught up and raced past them. And, you know, at a very fraction of the cost, you can run the software. I think I paid 100 bucks for a KNFB reader when it came out for the iPhone. Yep. So, but I probably I've not tried that Voice Dream reader, but I know I should. Yeah, that that's relatively inexpensive, and you like can turn it on. Yeah, and you can maybe even cheaper than that now this week or sometime. But you can raise your and it'll beep, and the louder you get, or the closer you get, and then it automatically takes a picture. And There's one of those envision things or something does that too, but I never, I never, I still never seem to get it right. <laughs> yeah, envision works pretty well, but to me, now Dave and Chris have got the right concept. They've got these things that they can put their documents on, like a document, you know, to line it up perfectly, and it makes reading a little bit better. But I don't know. What kinds of things are they that they put it? That it's they an want? iPhone stand, Dave. You might. Oh sure. There was yeah, they were. There, there, there was were, one well, called Danny Boy or something like that. <laughs> we we have two. One is I forget what it's called. Yeah, the What's scan that? scan the stand scan pro, which has has the light built into it. Chris, you have no, that we one. Don't have that. What's the name of the one, the first one we got, Dave, that looks like cardboard, but it's not? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember uh, the name of it. It looks like junk, but it's, it's you not. unfold it, and then you can just put your iPhone on it and put the document underneath it, and it works really well. It works that's pretty the much. best one we have. But that's the key to um, documents is to get them lined up correctly and someone will tell you move right move left move down move up move left yeah. move right yeah. and by the yeah. time you get through all of that but some of these new ones like uh this sullivan's i want to say crossing but that was the name of a book sullivan's what a plus is real good about that lining up your thing and you can just snap and take a picture and whoosh, does a pretty good job but now these phone stands they're not a regular phone stand it's a special scanner stand is that correct right. that's correct but you can get a phone stand to work if you get the kind that you is real flexible they they will work you can if once you get them adjusted if you just don't change it it, it will work yeah they they can work but you know this stuff always changes so much so very, very, very much. And, you know, the KNFB reader was dominant for a while, and then that got passed up in a big way. And something else will come along in a little bit, and supposedly that'll be a little bit better. So you just never know. I think scanning would be perfect on the iPhone, maybe, but... And this I like about this because you scan something with this Sullivan's um, Plus, 
and you can hit a button and it copies all that text, whatever it's scanned, if you're satisfied with the scan and it, it makes a note and then you can copy it to your Dropbox or whatever and all of that stuff. Because in my opinion, in both the Android and the iPhone, it's always hard to select everything and copy it. It's not like the computer where no, you, it's not. Like you hit a key and you can copy it over and go. But I remember about a week ago, I tried this Sullivan's thing and I took a, somebody handed me a business card. It scanned that card right away and then I hit the button and then it saved the card information so I could put it in my contacts. So... Um, I'm not very good with Dropbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, you better stick with the computer. Yeah. Um, it, it it can be challenging, let me tell you. But Dropbox, Google Drive, or whatever. What is it? OneDrive? Google has OneDrive, and then Microsoft has its own system as well. And Yeah. So it's just a matter of what you pick and go for that. But it works. I think I might have to do a demo of the Sullivan's Plus. I have to say it two or three times before I can remember it. And but but the barcode thing, if if I somebody can show me something better than what I can get on my phone, I've never seen anything. I've read four, five, six barcodes before people read one or two. It really does a good job on that. So, but like I said, that'll be replaced. And thank you, Julie. Do we have anybody else? We're all caught up. All caught up. Well, you guys, did you remember growing up when you were a kid and you would go window shopping or you'd go someplace and you'd see something? I really want this item. I really, really want it. But I know I can't afford it, but I really want it, really, really want it. And you see these things, and maybe that's this next product that I'm going to talk about. Oh, I'll not talk about, but we're going to do for a demo. So some people don't have this much spare money hanging around, but it's it's, it's a wonderful product. It's made by Hims, and they do. I think this demo is what. People really, really, um, this Jenny Axler for Hims just does an outstanding job. So this was a video she produced for YouTube and talked about the new, um, what is it, Polaris 6? It's a- called a Braille Sense 6. A Braille Sense 6, okay. And this is really, I mean, they've, their speed on this, if anybody is interested in um, a Braille note taker that is really fast, efficient, and interesting, and all of the um, product that she uses with this unit, you can't help but be impressed. Maybe you'll never buy it. You'll think I'm crazy for running this demo, but it's just flat out interesting. So here we go for the next 25 minutes or so. Welcome to Hymns Incorporated. And Jenny Axler is going to, boy, I just, what I had to say, and I've already lost three listeners already. Here we go. 
Kim's. I'm Jenny Axler, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to this video webinar in which we will take a deep dive into some of the best features of our brand new BrailleSense 6. To summarize a bit about the system upgrades, we now have twice the storage at 128 gigabytes. We have twice the RAM at 6 gigabytes. We have a modern octa-core processor, and with Android 10 plus four USB ports, we support a ton of peripherals and modern applications. Let's take a quick physical tour. For those of you who can see it, it looks very much like our previous Polaris model. And for those of you who can't see it, I guess it also looks like our previous Polaris model. But you will feel a few differences. It is thinner and lighter, just by a smidge. It's 705 grams, which is significantly lighter than our Polaris model. If you look at the top face, it does look very BrailleSense-ish in that we have a, a set of stereo speakers, one on each side of the, the top, and an LCD in the center. We have at the bottom of the top face a 32-cell Braille display with 32 cursor routers. Where you'll notice the difference is the keyboard. It now has a matte finish, and it has a much lighter touch when you type on it. So I know that's a little bit difficult to show in video, but trust me, it is an enhanced typing experience, and I think you'll have a lot of trouble out typing this keyboard. We've also changed the shape of the Control and Alt keys, as well as the function keys to give them a more premium look and feel. Let's flip to the front edge, and this is going to look very familiar. It's exactly the same as the Polaris model. It has the key lock switch on the left, the media mode switch next, the five media buttons for controlling media playback, daisy playback, and Android app operation, and on the right is the power button. We'll flip around to the left edge here, and we have the volume buttons as on the previous Polaris. We have the headphone and mic jacks. We do have a change here in that they are now Braille labeled. Above them on the casing is um, a letter M for the microphone and a letter H for the headphone jack. So you can't mix them up. Behind those is a full-size SD card slot. If we go around to the back edge, this one's very simple. We have only a USB-A host port. We'll move around now to the right edge. On the right edge, this is where we have the fun stuff. We have two USB-C ports with a USB-A port between them. And again, these have very specific purposes, so they also have specific Braille labels. The one in the back has a P above it, and I like to say this one is for power and PC, although... The PC part is actually for any device that will host it, whether it be a, uh, an Android screen mirror, a Macintosh, or a PC. It doesn't matter, but it is used to power the unit and is used to connect to a PC for the terminal, for data transfer, or to anything that's going to host the BrailleSense 6. The one on the front is labeled with a letter V because it is a USB host port, but is also specifically used for video out. Between them is another USB host port. So we have the power port and three USB host ports. Let's flip over to the underside of the unit. And again, this is going to look very familiar. It contains the camera and the battery compartment. And that will, in fact, wrap it up for the tour. So let's move on to the menus. 
And again, this looks very much like the traditional Braille Sense menus, but don't let that fool you. We will get to power and speed and all kinds of things that will show you that this is only the surface. So we have our file manager. Word processor, W. Our word processor. Notepad, N. Notepad. Email, E. We have email, and we have combined the email and exchange email applications into one. Media, M. We have our media menu. Media player, M. Which is our media player. FM radio, R. FM radio. Daisy player, D. And Daisy player. Media, M. Organizer, O. And our organizer menu. Address manager, A. Schedule manager, S. Database manager, D. And yes, we have the same database manager that you guys have popularly requested from the YouTube. We have now brought it to the BrailleSense 6. Organizer, O. Web tools, B. We have our web tools menu. Web browser, B. And again, with our web browser. Google search, G. And we've kept the Google search. Web tools, B. Extras, X. We have our extras menu. Excel viewer, X. We have our Excel Online viewer. daisy, O. Our online daisy. Sense dictionary, D. And we now include the Sense Dictionary in every unit. So this is not just a placeholder anymore. Whether you have a license or not, we do include English, U.S. and U.K., Spanish, Italian, and French. Color Reader, C. And we have a new application here. We have a Color Reader. Extras, X. Programs, R. Utilities, U. The Programs menu will only exist if you have installed external applications. So we'll go on to Utilities. Calculator, C. We have Calculator. Braille Sense Math, M. Braille Sense Math. Display Time and Date, D. Display Time World and clock, date. O. And we have a new application here, a World Clock, which lets you keep track of the time in any time zone that you choose to add to it. Display Compass Heading, H. Display Compass Wake Up heading. Alarm, A. Wake Up Alarm. Stopwatch, W. Terminal for Screen Reader, S. Display Network Status, Display Power Status, Format, F. Sleep Timer, J. Macro Manager, R. And we still have our Macro Manager. Upgrade Braille Sense Firmware, U. And Upgrade. Utilities, U. Settings, S. Set Time and Date, T. Set Up Internet, Bluetooth Manager, Menu Manager, A. Backup Restore Braille Sense. Change Device Name, D. Quick Start Guide, Q. Password Protection, A. Initialize Braille Sense Options, Voice Options, V. Language Profiles, L. And there we have another new item. We now have a Language Profiles function, which allows you to set an unlimited number of profiles for different languages, including system language, Braille code, and speech settings, as well as your voice. Braille Sense Global Options, O. And we have our Braille Sense Global Options. Android backup reset R. Android backup reset. Android system settings E. And Android system settings, just as we have in the Play settings S. Help H. We have our help Play Store P. We have the Play all Store apps, A. We have our all apps section, which again contains all of your installed Android applications. Information about the Braille Sense I. And information about the Braille Sense. So remember all that stuff we were saying in the beginning about the double storage, double RAM, upgraded processor, Android 10, all of that? Well, I'm sure what you really want to know is what does that mean in my practical world? So let's take a look. We'll start with some speed tests. The first thing I'm going to do is open a really large file. So I'll press enter on file manager. Flash disk one three list item. And I have my flash disk. I'll press enter Books here. folder one sixteen list item. And I'm going to open. Braille sense U2 user manual. Ver 9.0. Doc 16 16 list item. And anyone who has used the U2 know that the Braille sense U2 manual is like the length of a Stephen King novel. Or at least close to it. It's about 460 pages. So I'm going to press enter and it's going to launch the word processor and load this file. I'm going to press enter right now. 
Loading. Real sense you to use. And I just pressed backspace enter to stop speech, but it's finished. It just, as soon as it started to say Braille sends you to, it was loaded. So that is how quickly things load these days. All right, let's try. Real sense you to copying a large file from a USB drive or a large folder. Flash disk one three list item. USB two three list documents folder one thirteen list item. I have a folder of YouTube videos that I want to copy. YouTube folder nine thirteen list item. And before I do that, let's take a look at just how big it is. So I'm going to press enter I to get the information. Type folder one folder S seventy file S exists static box. And we're going to size eight hundred seventy two point nine eight megabytes static box. So it's over eight hundred and seventy two megabytes. I'll press F four. YouTube folder nine thirteen list item. And I'm going to press enter C to copy. YouTube folder nine USB two three flash disk one three list books folder one sixteen list item. And I'm just going to put this on the root. So we'll do enter V to paste right now. Pasting. 1 objects copied YouTube folder 16 17 list item all right and that is all it took again things much much faster okay now let's check out opening a media file from Google Drive so I'm going to press backspace slash disk one three list item and we'll go down to Google Drive US Google Drive three three list item classroom folder one seven list item okay and remember that what i'm going to do is to open a file from the internet so it's going to download and launch the media player so we'll press s sarah mclaughlin fallen mp367 list item and i'm going to press enter right now once one objects copied sarah mclaughlin title track one sarah mclaughlin all right and we are playing sarah mclaughlin all right, how about web pages? Well, let's take a look at that. I will press space W, which is our global web address hotkey. www.himsintl.com computer edit box. And we'll go ahead and open the HIMS INTL website, which is already filled in. I'll press enter right now. Starting web browser, www.himsintl.com. Loading. HIMS. All right. And again, we are finished. As much as I love all that power and speed, the real star of the show for me is the connectivity. With our four USB ports plus the Android 10 operating system, we have so much potential in terms of the accessories and peripherals that we can support, all the way from the practical to the frivolous. So let's start out with a bit of the practical. This is especially useful for parents and teachers, or if you want to share your screen with a colleague, etc. One of the greatest features that we're able to take advantage of is that we are now able to support USB-C portable monitors like this little HP right here, which of course is blank right now. So let's actually remedy that. I'm going to make a lot of noise and bluster and connect this to the front USB-C port on the BrailleSense 6. And if all is according to plan, you should now see the BrailleSense main menu. Another neat little trick that we can now do is to mirror the BrailleSense 6's screen to an Android phone or tablet. And we can do that via an app called BrailleSense Mirroring that you can actually download from the Play Store right now, although you won't be able to do much with it until you have a BrailleSense 6. So this time we're going to connect using the rear USB-C port, the power port. And the reason we're going to do that is because the BrailleSense will be hosted by the other device, the Android phone or tablet. 
Okay, so I have an Amazon Kindle, and it is popping up showing me the Braille Sense memory. Depending on what phone or tablet you have, this may be different. The important thing here is to locate the uh, Braille Sense mirroring app. App switcher button. Shop Amazon. Open shop. Dismiss shop Amazon. Braille Sense mirroring. Okay, we're going to double tap that. And again, I'm going to double tap start. Braille Sense mirroring. And now I have to give it permission. Allow Braille Sense. Cancel button. Okay, button. Okay, so now you heard several things. You heard the Braille Sense give a little bit of a sound to uh, indicate that it's connected. And you heard the Kindle announce that it's connected. And now the button has changed to stop. Now, for those who are blind, you actually cannot do anything with this. This is mainly for sighted teachers, etc. But if the screen reader on the phone or tablet is turned off, the sighted teacher does have actually some control of the Braille Sense as well as the screen mirror. So, and also for those of you who can't see it, this is now displaying the Braille Sense main menu because that's what's displaying on the Braille Sense itself. So, my screen is actually now being mirrored to the Kindle. Continuing with the visual theme, as you all know, we've been doing distanced learning and working for about a year now, and oftentimes, especially in professional settings and in school settings, you are required to have your video on. You can now do that with BrailleSense 6 via a USB external webcam. So let's go to all apps. Assistant. And we'll go to Zoom. And I'll press list enter. and chat. And I'm going to start a new meeting. Image new chat. Period. List new meeting. Comma. Button, button cancel. Press enter to activate. And period. Start. start a meeting. Button start a meeting. Press enter to activate. Zoom. Button cancel. Press enter to activate. Period. Connecting. Period. And so we're now connecting. Mute my audio. Press enter to activate. Period. And it should be now showing me on this terrible webcam screen as well. They tell me that the quality is not nearly as good as our cameras here. So you should definitely be able to tell the difference. And so now I am actually on a Zoom call and I am showing my webcam. Of course, remember, you can also share the Braille Census screen and show a PowerPoint or Excel or anything like that as far as a presentation goes. So this is very, very cool for doing a full featured presentation directly from the Braille Sense. And for you audio geeks like me, we get to have even more fun because we now support generic USB audio devices, and that does include mixers. Um, so you can actually make a professional recording or a rehearsal um, a recording directly on your BrailleSense 6. And if you don't believe me, check this out. Or, 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 or this. Yes, 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 this is fun. fun, fun, fun. <laughs> no, let's go back to this. Okay, so we have some stereo reverb, and I will actually record directly on the Braille Sense. So I'm going to press the record button from the main menu. This is the, I'm pressing the media button on the front. Record dialog, record, left parenthesis, enter our right parenthesis button. Okay, and I'll press enter. Zero. And now I am recording via the Alesis mixer on the Braille Sense 6 with some stereo reverb. Okay, I'll go ahead and stop it. Play, left parenthesis, enter P, right parenthesis button. And you can hear that there is no effect on the Braille Sense. So what you're going to hear coming out of the Braille Sense is not uh, being affected by the mixer. And in fact, I'll even turn the effect on my voice off. And we will press enter to play this file. Loading, record zero four. And, and now I am recording box. via the Alesis 
Oasis Mixer on the Braille Sense 6 with some stereo reverb. Okay, I'll go ahead and stop it. Play left parenthesis, enter P. So as you can hear, it is actually recording directly from the mixer and it's giving you all the effects and anything that, of course, that you connect to it will come through. The other really cool thing about a device like this Alesis mixer is that it also has a USB return. And I'm actually using that now. I don't have it plugged in. I'm, I don't have it routed through the mixer other than via USB. And I have pressed this little switch to use um, the USB return, and so it sends the audio back. The reason that you care about this is that if you're doing something like a Zoom presentation, Android doesn't allow you to share your audio. However, if you're using something like this, you can just simply flip a switch to turn your BrailleSense audio on and off. I've also tried several other devices. This little deal is a Zoom AM7, and this is a USB-C stereo microphone. Um, for those of you that are audio geeks, it supports 90 and 120 spread as well as an MS setting, um, and it just cor- it connects directly through the USB-C cable. It's just a really it's just a couple inches square. It's really light and small, but it makes a beautiful recording on the Braille Sense. I've also tried these, excuse the the finagling. Um, I want you to see the microphones on the outside. This is a set of earbuds called the Ambio Smart Headset. And this is actually a lightning headset. So I've used this little anchor, uh, sorry, this little anchor USB-C to lightning adapter to use this on the Braille Sense, and it works beautifully, and it makes an ambisonic recording. You wear them on your ears, and it's a really, really great option. The other thing that I've tried is this little job. This guy is the Zoom PodTrack P4, and this is where I'm getting all my sounds. I actually just press these little buttons here. So this is where all the sounds are coming from in this video, but I can also connect this via USB-C to the Braille Sense as well, and it also has a USB return. It has four XLR inputs, and again, this is cool because if you're on the go, you could use this to do a pretty full-featured Zoom presentation, including the sounds. You have your USB return as well, so you can bring the Braille Sense audio with it, um, and it's again, it's very, very portable light and it's not terribly expensive. So very cool. This really, again, offers you tons of options to play with and tons of flexibility in terms of using the Braille Sense for audio production and presentation. Let's talk about keyboards. As you know, keyboards come in many shapes and sizes and are Bluetooth, USB, wireless, etc. One of the more interesting types of keyboards that I have found is the Air Mouse Remote. And this looks very much just like a remote control. On the back of this one, there's a full QWERTY keyboard that's actually quite common with these things. They're usually used for Android smart TVs, so you can search Netflix and things like that. But you can also use it on the Braille Sense to do the exact same thing. And so if you want to watch, these streaming services are actually quite accessible, especially on the on the Braille Sense. So if you actually want to watch something with your family, though, you're probably going to be plugged into a monitor and plugged into the wall, etc. So this is a way that you can actually connect it from far away. Now, this one actually takes a wireless USB dongle, so I'm going to connect that. It does help if you put it in, in the right direction. Okay, and now I need to switch this on. And so if I... Organizer, oh, 
Web tools, B, extras, X. I am pressing the down arrow and it's actually controlling the Braille Sense. So um, I'm able to select, I'm able to uh, change volume. Main volume nine, main volume eight, main volume nine, main volume 10. And do all kinds of different things. So this is really useful. The other thing that I think this might be useful for is possibly a one-handed user who might want to augment some of the Braille Sense control with something that they can more easily do with one hand um, because it's so small and it has the very small QWERTY keyboard, it may be easier, again, for people with dexterity issues. So let's take a look at a couple of other things. You can use programmable keypads in the same way, like this, for example. Now, this one I actually purchased with round keys, and one really cool thing about it is that it came also with a set of square keycaps. And for those of you who can actually see this, I have mixed and matched them. So this is a macro programmable keypad, and what that means is that you can program macros, and they're stored inside the keypad, so then I can connect it to the Braille Sense, and actually it will be seen as a QWERTY keyboard and as long as you set a QWERTY keystroke sequence it will enter like that. Again this could be useful for just shortening your own use of things if you have a specific program like Zoom for example. Maybe you want to set a button to mute and unmute your audio things like that. Um, you could use this again with the Braille Sense but this is also I think useful again for one-handed users or pe for people who have dexterity issues because you can um, use the tactile shapes and you you can make things happen with one keystroke rather than trying to use uh, all the keys on the Braille keyboard. One example might be space Z. It's a very common function, but for a one-handed user, is really difficult to type. But if you had something like this where you could program that to a single key, that could augment their use and make their use of the Braille Sense more efficient. Well, this is awesome. You can connect all of this great stuff, but what happens if you want to connect a lot of it at one time? Well, we do have three USB host ports, but you can actually do more than that with several USB hubs. We have tested so many types and shapes and sizes, like this Anchor one, which has a USB Ethernet port on the end and HDMI, and everything works with that. That's great. We also have this really fun vintage model that you probably can't even get anymore but I just had to show it because it's so weird. Uh, it's four USB ports, but they're all, it's kind of like this octagonal plastic weird thing. But anyway, it's cool. And it does work. Uh, here is a more common type that has uh, USB and HDMI. We have... This little cool one, which is another cheap model, this one actually came from China and came with a laptop that I have, and it has three USB ports and two SD card readers, um, a full size and a micro, and it will see all the devices at once. And let's see, let's end with this one. Now this one, has a ton of stuff plugged into it. I have four USB devices. Actually, it's two card readers and two USB drives plus HDMI. And we're actually going to plug this one in so that you can actually see that this really works. So I'm going to connect it to the front USB-C port. And we're just going to wait a moment because it does actually take it a minute. There's one. There's two. There's three. 
And the fourth one tends to take a little bit longer. And I hope that we are also now, oh, there's number four. And you should now also be seeing the screen of the Braille Sense. And to prove that these are all connected, I'm going to press enter on the file manager. Flash disk one six list item. And it says flash disk one six. And we have flash disk and Google Drive. And all four of those devices were detected and are um, viewable in the file manager. And of course, you can also use them, copy to and from, et cetera, et cetera. So it doesn't necessarily have to be all USB drives. As I said, we do have HDMI connected here also. You're generally going to probably max out at five or six devices, but that's still quite a lot of peripherals. And remember, too, I also have my USB mixer connected on top of all of these things in the hub. So this is pretty darn fabulous. This is really, it's very possible for this to be the center of your workstation. We hope you've enjoyed this casual but deeper look into some of the best features of our new Braille Sense 6. If you'd like more information, feel free to contact us at hymns at selvishc.com or visit our website at www.hymnsintl.com. Thanks for watching. There you go. Pretty pretty thorough, I gotta If tell you. I haven't uh, geeked you all out after It's really cool. That does Would a lot. Would you like to have all those gadgets she's got, Dave? Uh yeah. <laughs> I kinda figured you'd say that. But it works better in a lot of laptops, uh actually to tell you the truth. So Yeah, it's really fast. Yeah, that you're not going to probably use it under those extreme conditions all the time. You know, for your use case, but then again, you might. So it's nice to have a little a little mixer. I see we've got a. That's probably Julie. Julie. Raised hand. Yeah. Can you un- unmute yourself, Julie? She's coming. Yes. Um, what I was wondering, I have heard that is there going to be some issues? Possibly, I have heard that Hems is in a little bit of trouble, financial trouble. Um. I'm not aware of that. Now, you know, I don't know. I've, I'm not trying to be evasive. I'm not trying to take up for the company or anything. Chris, you you just bought the product, so I don't know that. Don't know uh, anything about that. I don't okay. know. Okay, so, but I had, I had heard that somewhere, I, you know, but you hear all kinds of things. And, Were you going to say just, something, what, Dave? If you bought something like that, that it could be supported. <laughs> Yeah, so far, not. They had some problems um, with the, one of the older devices, but I think they've got that problem figured out. Yeah, we haven't. I mean, so if if they were really gonna, having problems, we'd hear about it in the blind community, Julie. Julie, I haven't okay. heard either. I, I I hate to, you know, it'd be like me saying, um, you know, humanware was in financial trouble or whatever. You just don't know. I'm. I think all companies, I know running our, our business we did for several years, and we weren't the big scale, but cash flow always goes up and down. And in Jeff's case, credit cards go out, out, out. <laughs> so it's Jeff's so used to that. So yeah, Then they go to your ex-wife, right? Right. Let's not. Uh, Let's not go. Yeah. <laughs> but we know that. But One thing about it, though, there's always cookies yeah oh wait a second did you have a recipe today chris yeah i was getting i was coming to that right the next thing 
Yeah, these are real easy. They're called miracle cookies. And for those of you who may not know, they also happen to be gluten-free. One cup granulated sugar, one cup peanut butter, one large egg, one teaspoon of vanilla. That is it. Beat egg, add sugar and peanut butter. Mix well, add your vanilla, mix it again, form into half-inch balls, place on ungreased cookie sheet, about one inch apart, and plus press flat with a fork if you want to. And you bake them at 350 degrees in a preheated oven for 8 to 10 minutes. And I guess the reason you use a fork is because peanut butter cookies usually have those ridges in them. They're really, they're good. Even with no flour, they're really good. You know, Chris, even I could do something like that, but don't don't tell too many people that. I'm not sure of that, Jeff. <laughs> You're probably right about that. <laughs> Maybe he could, though. Maybe he could. Well, let's see. But, yeah, that's... We're just about ready to wrap it up, and actually, this all worked out. As we scripted it, right, right. That never happens, but I want to thank everybody on the panel. Um... Everybody for contributing, talking, um, the audience. So we'll be back in two weeks. We're going to take that week off next week. I'm going to unplug my computer on a Sunday after the gospel show and not sign on back till next Saturday for the classic country show and the, you know, gospel show over the weekend because. But and we're just going to be quiet for six or seven days. I can't believe that. So, Tim, good luck in your surgery. We're looking forward to you being back much sooner than later. And to Charles out there in Maryland. All right, guys, have a good one. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.